0: His shoulder, firing his eyes, hands getting colder, Quiet, quietly grown, excited, dubbing for his bank account, but really for his private. Damn about a mindset, really wasn't into that. needed me some pleasing jaw looking real fat. Laid back was his foreplay. All that was needed, needed me some of that. Started simple, Sargon on my temple, pinching up the mountain peaks that assist sister into. I responded. Sound. I like making it more. I felt for the rock and shore. Enough. You brought it close, so I could really see up close. He slipped between my sweaty, with lust and sweat. Broke Mount Saint Scott. as if he's making beats, as if this year's harvest depended on it, Venom on it. back on my back, old-fashioned nude, red toenail polish on white walls, documenting this freaking, I must remember to thank him later. Nah, 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 nah. I take charge of the ship, moving with the back and the hips like my ancestors did. Speaking the Bantu, Ranga and Danga.
1: Oh, chilly from Philly. Oh, gosh, let me turn this off. Yo, this is the Queen of Season Nubia, and welcome to this episode of Sacrotherapy. Therapy. Oh, that Jill Scott is a whole vibe, y'all. Ooh, I hope y'all dig that. I'm excited about this episode. Make sure you're following us on your social media platforms as Natural Woman, and also following me at Aziza Nubia. And make sure you download that Natural Woman magazine app. I'm excited about this episode of Sacrotherapy. This is literally episode number one, and we are talking about back to basics, which makes sense with it being the first episode because we got some, we gotta, we gotta build. You know, we gotta build on this information. So I'm excited to talk about back to basics. And so when we talk about sex and we say back to basics, you know, I'm not talking about back to basics in a sense of you knowing what your sexual organs are, because you should already know (laughs) what they are. But I'm talking about back to the basics of knowing who and understanding and accepting who you are. When it comes to your sexual self, do you understand yourself sexually? Are you at peace with yourself sexually? Do you understand your sexuality? That is the basics. What is your relationship with your sexual self? And I think that's a great basic to to talk about. Because before we start wanting to explore sexuality with someone else and how we can get the best orgasms or how men can enter ejaculate, how we can use sexual energy to manifest millions of dollars or something like that, right? Um, We need to understand our sexual self so we can understand and have a gauge of our sexual power and have that understanding. That's what we're going to talk about, you know, our sexual self. And, you know, when I think about that, I think about the basics, the beginnings of what, how I explored and started to understand sex. And how did I get here to the point of, you know, how I am now. But growing up, I was pretty much like most of us, you know, grew up in a Christian background where, sex was you know taboo somewhat forbidden looked at as something bad if you participated in it before you were married you know you know it's kind of like you something you don't ask you you know know that you got them there and know that that area will get you pregnant especially if you are a black girl growing up like one of the worst things that you could do was get pregnant young like having sex young like being fast like we had so many names for any girl that was very in tune with her sexuality and I was one of them girls that was in tune with their sexualities at a very young age um I remember my first sex dream happening at about three years old which is weird like I remember some situations from being very very young like I have memories of me in the hospital when I was born, I was able to access that memory through, of course, a deep meditation sequence. But those memories are there because the subconscious mind records everything. But I remember having my first sexual sexualized dream at three, and was always able to have those situations. Um, I experienced my first orgasm at eight. <laughs> Yeah, cuz I was very into my sexuality. So I did a lot of masturbating as a child. Um I loved the way it felt. Um it just felt good. And my teachers when it came to sex was pretty much like all of our teachers, um our own experience and you know, what schools tell us about sex, the little information our family and tells us about sex, our parents. Um porn pornography, saw porn at a very young age. Um, that taught me about sex. And, you know, the music that we listened to, some books, um and movies. Those were sex teachers. <laughs> I'm like, am I wrong? <laughs> Ain't that how you learned about sex? You know, it, it wasn't until you decided to go on your own. Until and that was the thing with me, it wasn't until I started to want to go on my own sexual journey and understanding this and, you know, just going in depth with it um, that I've been able to explore more. And that's why I feel like this this platform to talk about these kind of things is essential because the most powerful thing that we can do as human beings is to create and create human life. You know, a lot of us, when we think of sex, we think, oh, you have sex, you can procreate. Yes, you can procreate through sex. That's the only vehicle we all got here. And to let you know, because a lot of people make make it seem like just having a child, creating a child is nothing. It's just something that just does, you know. I think creating any life is special, especially with being human beings. For example, when you look at an animal, um, say a dog. Dogs can only procreate when the female dog is in heat and they have intercourse. Human beings, and then, well, then after the dog is out of heat, they're not having sex anymore. Okay, I've had two dogs, male and female. Mating happened when the female was in heat. When she wasn't in heat, nothing happened. But human beings, we have this luxury of, being sexual outside of procreation periods and the window to procreate is very small. Okay. Like women ovulate probably if you have a normal 28 day cycle, you're ovulating, which is mean passing an egg. A lot of people think you get pregnant when you know I grew up like I grew up literally thinking that you got pregnant when you was on your period. Cause nobody told me that it was an ovulation situation going on, right? (laughs) <laughs> and it wasn't until I got older to be like okay it really isn't that is when I ovulate but then finding out when the hell do I ovulate because what signs do, does, is my body gonna give me to let me know I'm ovulating besides counting right and so you know those essential things that girls gotta know and understand and I gotta give it up my stepmother did sit down I remember when I came on my cycle you know my mom taught me about the pads and how to clean up and take care of myself and you know kind of like what it meant to, that I I could get pregnant, I'm a woman, and I came on my period very early, I was young, and so, um, my stepmom, she did try to teach me the calendar method, and I kind of didn't understand it at that time, to be able to count my days, but being able to track my days on a calendar for my period, but to not get into that, but you know, it's a very short window to when a human being can be created. That woman you go going, you, you ovulate on the 14th cycle, and so now since i ten, and the egg will stay in there for a few days before it's, you know the, the 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 body's receptivity to creation of a human being. The, those levels are down, and so it's like that between the 12th to the 16th, possibly 17th. I would say that would be a good time frame. That five days around ovulation is when the window of sex can happen like of procreation of a human being can happen, right? But then it's all these other days to where that can't happen and we can refree free to have sex and enjoy it and get pleasure from it. It makes you feel good, right? And so if our sex is powerful enough to create a whole human vessel, you know, like like think of that. Like look at Shaquille O'Neal, right? His mama birthed that, like, big like that. You know, like, look at this. If we're that powerful to create life like that, we can utilize that same energy to create anything. And here's the secret, y'all. We're already doing it. (laughs) A lot of things that we're creating and going through in our lives, we're creating it by how we're putting our sexual energy into things. And the lack of putting our sexual energy into things. You know? because Some people may think like, oh, sex, I don't need sex, I don't need sex. But then you do because then you can become stagnant. But then you don't want to be overactive because you can become out of control. You want to have a balanced, healthy, positive relationship with your sexual self. And so when we get to talk about back to the basics, what is your relationship with your sexual self? How do you feel about your body organs? How do you feel about your sexuality? Is it hard for you to be aroused? What makes you aroused? Understand that. Understand that that arousal is sexual energy. Okay? Understanding that when you feel that horny feeling, that's sexual energy coming from the sacral area. And your sexual organs. And that energy can be moved throughout the entire body. And then focused, focused into an intangible situation or thing. to For you to bring life to. And when you think about that makes you think like yo we are powerful as hell like we should not really be out here just being reckless with our sexuality like that like why do you think all of these instagram models shoot hell even me sometimes and i can't i'm a woman because sex sells and that's not even a bad thing to that's not even a bad thing the fact that sex sells i just want you guys to understand and see how powerful it is Sex is a powerful tool. Sex is your sexuality. How you utilize it, how you use it is very powerful. So you got to be very responsible with it. But like, look on Instagram. Most of the girls got, most of the followings use their sexual power. It's powerful. But it's time to be in control and understand what it is. All right? Like that, that's key. So, back to basics. When you talk about back to basics when it comes to sexuality, right? I really, you know, really want you to understand that um, sexuality is spiritual. Spirituality and sexuality are two powerful forces. And both of these forces can be used to offer a lens through which the process uh, through which to process the complex and most often mysterious world that we live in. Like, understand that. Understand the power that you hold. Your spirit needs the act of sex to happen for you to have life and to be here to create your human vehicle for you to ride in this life with you have to come in through the act of sex to come to make it present here. And this can be done with everything, with bringing life to your business. Sexual energy can be used to heal the body. How are you focusing your sexual energy? Back to the basics, understanding this. What is on your mind when you are are engaging in sexual activity? What are you bringing to life? What are you bringing forth? Are you just out here reckless with your sexuality because you don't understand it, but it feels good and you can become addicted to that feeling? Are you using your sexuality with purpose? Are you using your sexuality to benefit you? I feel like I use my sexuality for purpose to benefit me. It's powerful, so I am going to use it. See, a lot of religions be trying to tell sisters to not use your sexuality like that. And I call bull crap on that because they just doing that because that makes women way more powerful. As quiet as it's kept, women run the world. and it's not coming from like oh women is better but yo we are <laughs> we 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 are the magnets when it comes to this whole sexual thing of attraction understand the spiritual significance to it come on now Brothers need women to bring forth life. Because that's what we attract. That's what we attract. Understand that. Because when you're engaging in sexual activity and a brother spills a seed, and if he spills a seed at the right time, he can create a human being through the woman. But this is a whole nother episode. But shit, I'm ready to find the brothers who don't who know how to hold their seed. Because them times when I'm not ovulating and I'm not intentionally wanting to create a child with you, you don't need to be spilling your seeds either. But that's a whole nother situation. We ain't going to bring somebody on to talk about that. Like I ain't about to sit here and teach the brothers how to enter ejaculate. I don't know. I don't have a phallus to do that. So we're going to bring somebody in to talk about that. Because it's brothers who do it. But come on now, y'all. Sexuality. Your sexuality is powerful. And you should be at one with your sexual self. If you have shame surrounding your sexual self. If you don't have understanding, if you feel uncomfortable, you know, work on not feeling that way. Get the help that you need. Have the education. Understand it. Explore. And know that it is okay. And I think when we talk about back to basics, the goal is to feel okay with our sexuality to feel good about our sexuality to feel at peace with it and to have control of it not to be just out here just just putting this energy everywhere be focused with it be smart with it shoot i ain't hating on nobody that are instagram models or use their sexuality cuz that's what the the, how the that's the world we've created created at this point. I'm sorry y'all. When I'm taking breaks, I got me drinking some ginkgo tea and I made me the bomb smoothie. All right yo. <laughs> I made a sea moss smoothie, y'all. It tastes so good, you can't even taste sea moss. Because that's not perp. Sea moss does not taste good, but it's healthy for us. Make sure you're getting your vitamins. Getting them vitamins, we need them. But yes, y'all. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Ladies, let me ask you. Can you pick your yoni out of a lineup of yonis? How in tune are you? And this is something deep for ladies. Because the brothers, they don't really have this particular hang-up. Some of them do. Some of them do. But this I know this is a sister thing. We are so shamed about our sexuality. Especially coming up. Especially if you went to church or had a church-style family. You're very shamed about your sexuality. Society does that. Right, and it's kind of messed up because that's a powerful house. That's what—that's our point of attraction, ladies. Utilizing your sexual energy and your sexual power for your own benefit, not just the benefit for somebody else to use it. Listen to that, y'all, because listen, listen—they shame us, right? But a brother can use and pimp a woman out for her sex- sexuality to bring in. whatever you feel me it's crazy like you got peak game how society tries to make us feel ashamed of our sexual nature through religion especially in the black communities but that's why i said how what's your relationship can you look at your yoni do you use yoni eggs? Like it's some women who will use a yoni egg and feel nasty. Like it's some women who think of their vagina as nasty, y'all. <laughs> Brothers, them the women that you do not need to be around if they think they own vagina is nasty. Not not women like it's some women that like that don't like to touch themselves down there. That don't like to look down there. That think that if they touch it, they got to wash their hands because it's nasty. Like, they juices is nasty. Like, come on now. Like, come, on. like seriously, you view yourself as that. And you got to think, of like, why? Like, I am a special human being. Like, I put good stuff inside my body so good things can come out. Everything that comes out of me is good. You know, my juices... Are, are special oils of attraction. Shit hell! When I'm really feeling, feeling myself, you best believe I'm putting some yoni juices as some per, uh, with my perfume, mixing it with my perfume to add more attraction power. Ladies, that's a little ancient Chinese secret. You do that one day when you really feeling yourself, you're gonna be out and you want to see how how many men you attract, like like a fly to a light in the dark. Like, do you love yourself enough to know that you can use your yoni juice as a perfume? Because it's powerful. Like, we're back to the basics. How are you feeling about yourself? You got to feel like you are the most sacred, the most special. The most sexiest. The most revered. It's okay to feel that way about yourself. you are every single one of us ladies and men's gentlemen as well but for my sisters to hear this because we be bombarded when it comes to our sexuality and not being and being being ashamed of it and we're gonna have an episode where we really talk about sexual abuse and how we can overcome that because that's a big thing that's definitely a big thing but changing the, the, the idea that a woman being in tune with her sexual self now, this doesn't mean being careless with her sexual self, it's two different things. There are women out here who are careless with their sexual selves, but there are some women out here who are not careless, they're responsible and they're strategic in how they utilize it, but they ain't out here being out of just out of control. Have control. That's why I be listening to that Jill Scott, man. <laughs> she be having songs we talk about. She got this song. I think I'm going to play that on the next episode. Cookie. Controlling the cookie. Seriously, seriously. Back to the basics. What is your relationship with your sexual self? If it's not good, what can you do to change it? If it is good, then how are you using your sexual power? Being in tune with your sexual self is very, very essential. And it's okay. It shouldn't be something that's taboo or people are ashamed of. Because as much as people try to make it forbidden, people love it. It's the most, one of the most powerful industries on the planet, and it's time for us to. It's been time <laughs> to start changing the narrative on how we view it, how we teach it, how we talk about it. Like, parents, like, seriously, we, the ones listening, you got some kids, it's okay to teach them about their sexual selves in stages, in stages as they are ready and what they can become, you know? No, you don't talk to your three-year-old about sexual intercourse, but you can talk to your three-year-old about their yonis and about their penis, what it is let they have let them have understanding because a child can begin to produce sexual energy, the horny feeling, remember? And I'm even telling people this, sexual energy, you know you are around some sexual energy when you start feeling horny and aroused. Is levels to it, okay? When you carry it Even with women who are highly sexual, right? Their sexual energy is really, really high. It's because they have cultivated a lot of it. But but know that at the age of two years old, a child can begin to be in tune with their sexual energy. So waiting until your child is... 13, 15, 16, to talk to them about sex is really too late. It's really too late. Start as young as you can. And educating. Not just so much about when you do sex with another person, but sex with just yourself, your sexual self. Changing the narrative on how we teach our children of what it is, is important. that's back to the basics. Understanding. Understanding that you are a spiritual being here having a human experience. And sex is a part of that experience. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Sacro Therapy. We will be back. Well, I will be back next Thursday with another episode. Make sure you're downloading the Natural Woman magazine app, supporting us by shopping in the Natural Woman shop. Make sure you follow us on Spotify so you can get notified when we drop the next episode. But until next time, peace.